Blog Talk Radio. Yo, it's this time. It's that time of night. I got to talk about Naturals Omega. Naturals Omega. Yo, is your hygiene up to par, man? Is, is the products that y'all using for your hygiene up to par? Do it got mercury in it? Do it got aluminum? Are you putting <laughs> deodorant under your arms that's making you have cancer tumors? I'm talking about the men and the women. Yeah. Men, y'all catching cancer, breast cancer, from using deodorant. So are the women. Yo, it's no need for y'all to go through that anymore. Go check out naturalsomega.com. You can get deodorant and every other toothpaste, tooth powder, all these different things that y'all need for your hygienical needs. And not only is it going to keep you smelling fresh, it's also going to pull out those heavy metals, those toxins, those parasites out of your body and make you feel good, make you think correct. So check out Naturals Omega. All right? Yeah. She got some shit for your pores, too. She got this lip scrub where it actually, you know, pulls off the dead skin cells and reactivates the live cells and helps them, you know, purify your body, make it nice and smooth, man. Like, like she, she used the lip scrub on her booty, man, and the booty so soft, man. I can't keep my hands off the booty, man. Naturalsomega.com. Naturalsomega.com. I'm 
down in my uh, man cave, so I know y'all ain't never seen this part of my crib before, but uh, it's kind of, I wanted to go outside, but you know, the weather is bad, so I'm indoors, you know, it's been raining all day here in Georgia, yo, I guess we need that rain, I know my grass does, but uh, peace to the gods, what's going on, hope everyone's wonderful, magnificent, and great, I know I am. I wish wish health and wealth for all of y'all, and I hope y'all wish the same for me. So, uh, got a little testimony. I was hoping 
she answered in time so I could have her come on and talk about her case tonight. But it's all good because I got a show ready for y'all anyway. But this sister went to court. Let me just read her email. Peace, Jonah Bay. I had a court meeting on Zoom today, and the judge hung up on me after repeatedly asking me to state my name and my response being, are you looking for the illegal or the natural person? He eventually said he's looking for the natural person. And I said to him that that person doesn't have a name. And then he laughed and hung up on me. What should I expect next? You should expect that it's over, baby girl. They can't do nothing. You know what I mean? You probably will never hear from them again. You know, everyone who is actually using the uh, the writ of discovery, and then when they call the name, you make them ask for the illegus, and they won't do it, man. They're stuck. Judge was new. He was stuck, so he hung up ASAP. Wonderful job. Your case is over, but I really wanted to hear more from you. But it's all good. Anyway, um, let me put what I'm going to be talking about in the chat on YouTube real quick so y'all can look it up as I read it. That's that. And then again. All right, first thing we're going to do we're going to look at 15 U.S.C. 1666, corrections and billing errors. Because a lot of y'all did my uh, my uh, discharge injunction, right? So I'm going to give y'all the skinny. I'm going to give y'all the skinny. So this is one for one of my cribs. And... At the top, I've read this before, but I'm going to read it again to y'all so y'all just know what I'm talking about. It says, notice of error, acknowledgement, and then they got the loan number. Please accept this written confirmation that Loan Care LLC received your notice of error regarding the loan reference above. I didn't send a, a notice of error. I actually sent the discharge injunction, and it automatically turned it into... Uh, error acknowledgement, notice of error. They acknowledged that they made an error with my bill, my billing, right? And I know a lot of y'all out there got that uh, very similar letter that I do. Now I'm going to tell you how to beat them and get your house for free or your bill. And it says, please be assured that we take such matters very seriously. And Loan Care's Mortgage Resolution Department is investigating the claims made. In compliance with applicable federal law, a detailed written response will be sent to you no later than 30 days, excluding weekends and legal public holidays from the date Loan Care received your notice of error. They got 30 days to answer, man. Then it says, should you have any questions, please do not hesitate to contact Mortgage Resolution Unit 1-800- nine one nine whatever monday through friday between 8 a.m and 5 p.m so they gave you the number right a lot of y'all don't know what this letter is but what they did do 
is with this letter, they gave me their license number for the securities exchange. And let me read it, what, what it says a little bit. Within the state of Arkansas, law care is licensed by Arkansas Securities Department. And it gave me all their license numbers for their security. You know why? Because I told them in the discharge injunction that the bill had to be paid by the United States. The United States, it's their debt. I didn't say it exactly like that, but I'm just giving you an overview, right? So that's securities fraud. When I signed that uh, promissory note, it was supposedly taken to the Federal Reserve or the U.S. Treasury, and it was paid automatically, automatically. And I told them anything else is unconstitutional in slavery. But that's the discharge injunction. I'm sorry, y'all. I never taped that recording. There's no tape of it. I might do it. I might make it taped. But anyway, no way. If you didn't go to the discharge injunction, you have no way of getting it. But go to 15 U.S.C. 1666, correction of billing errors. This is the law for this notice, how to beat them. It says, A, a written notice by obligor to creditor. Time for the contents of notice procedure upon receipt of notice by the creditor. If a creditor within 60 days after having transmitted to the obligor a statement of obligor's account in connection with the extension of consumer credit receives at the address disclosed under Section 1637B10 of the title, a written notice, other than the notice of a payment stub or other payment medium supplied by the creditor, if the creditor so stipulates with the disclosure required under 1637A7 of this title, the obligor in which the obligor sets forth otherwise enables the creditor to identify the name and account number of any of the obligor. Two, indicates the obligor's belief that the statement contains a billing error or amount of such billing error. And I said the whole thing is a billing error inside the discharge injunction. Fourth, the reason for the obligor's belief that the extent applicable that the statement contains a billing error. And I told them many reasons and many laws in the discharge injunction why it was an error. The creditor shall, unless the obligator has after giving such written notice before the expiration time limits herein specify, agree that the statement was correct. They have not sent me anything that the statement is correct because they know they can't answer my discharge injunction. But let's go on. A, not later than 30 days after the receipt of the notice, send a written acknowledgement thereof the obligor unless the action requires subcraft Subparagraph B is taken within such a 30-day period. And B, not later than two complete billing cycles of the creditor in the event later that, no later than 90 days after the receipt of the notice prior to taking action to collect the amount 
or any part thereof indicated by obligor under paragraph two. I, make appropriate corrections to the account of the obligor, including crediting of any finance charges on the amounts erroneously billed, and transmit to the obligor a notification of such corrections and creditor's explanation for any change in the amount indicating by the obligor under paragraph two. And if any such change is made and the obligor so request copies of documentary evidence of obligors indebtedness. Now, they did not send me any such thing. Now, once I uh, answered, they, you know, they sent the uh, discharge injunction back and the uh, security I sent back. And they had said this that I must wire for certified funds was the answer when they sent it back. So this is what I wrote them on the actual letter they gave me. I said, you are in the wrong. It is against public policy to ask for a particular kind of money or coin or currency or in any amount in money. You can be charged $10,000 or 10 years in jail, 12 U.S.C. 95. And I said, and you will be prosecuted by law, 12 U.S.C. 95, and others. I wrote it in red. Here's here's the documentation. I wrote it right on their shit. I wrote it in red and sent it back to them, and that's what made the notice of error. They knew I knew what I was talking about, right? So everyone who did that has gotten the notice of error, right? Now, let's go back to the law. And if any such change is made, the obligor so requests copies of documentary evidence of the obligor's indebtedness. So, the law is saying, if you said that it was paid from the beginning, now you're supposed to write them and say you committed securities fraud. You said you gave me a loan. I've never received any loan from you. And I've never gotten credit for the security I gave you. That's right. When you fill out applications, any application, you put your name, your social, that is a security. I told y'all Monday, y'all are terrible bankers. Y'all going to have to learn how to do banking now, any other bank. And y'all are supposed to be higher than all the banks out there, higher than Bank of America and all that. Being that you don't know banking, you have to use an intermediary like Bank of America, Chase, Wells Fargo, whoever. It's time to stop that. You have no reason to go through these banks if you know banking. But let me go on. I, I. Send a written explanation or clarification to the obligor after having conducted the investigation, setting forth the extent applicable to the reason why the creditor believes the account of the obligor was correctly shown in the statement. They haven't sent me anything, y'all, because they can't explain how it wasn't paid for by the U.S. Treasury from the beginning. 
according to HJR 192. They can't explain how they could ask me for any specific kind of money because it goes against the law, public policy. Let me go on. Upon request of the obligor, provide copies of documentary evidence of the obligor's indebtedness. They cannot give me, the obligor, any proof or evidence of indebtedness to them. They can't give it. They haven't answered. Let me go on. That the creditor's billing statements reflect goods that not delivered to the obligor or his designee in accordance with the agreement made at the time of the transaction. A creditor may not construe such amounts to be co- correctly shown unless he determines that such goods were actually delivered, mailed, or otherwise sent to the obligor and provides the obligor with the statement of such determination. They cannot prove. I can prove I gave them a promissory note. They can't prove that they gave me the loan. See the problem? Securities fraud. I'm at, I'll do what the Lord told me. Show me my indebtedness, evidence of my indebtedness, because I gave you a security. Not a promissory note. You're not going to say that. A security. Everything is all about securities that's sold on the market. And by the way, I have not received my dividends payments of that security. Well, let me go on. After complying with provisions of subsection with the respects to an alleged billing error, a creditor has no further responsibility under this section if the obligor continues to substantially make the same allegation with no respect to such error. So what are you going to do? You're going to cut and paste those two paragraphs of this law can say you have not received proof of your obligation to them. Right? Do what the law tells you to. I always teach you the law. So it says, B, billing error. For the purpose of this section, a billing error consists of any of the following. So if you have any of these problems, you have a billing error. Number one, a reflection on a statement of an extension of credit which was not made to the obligor or if made was not in the amount reflected in such statement. You got that when you went and bought a house. They never gave you the loan in your name or anything else. You never received the money. Number two, a reflection on the statement on the extension of credit credit which the obligor requests additional clarification, including documentary evidence thereof. I've never got evidence that you actually gave me the loan. These are the two things you're going to put in the letter once you already went into this bill of error. Number three, a reflection on the statement of goods of services not accepted by the obligor or or his designee, or not delivered to the obligor of his designee in accordance with the agreement made in the time of such transaction. 
You were supposed to get the money for the house the day you actually closed, and they never gave it to you. Number four, the creditor's failure to reflect properly on a statement, a payment made by the obligor or the credit issued to the obligor. So they need to show me what they did with the promissory note and show me where I got the credit. They never did that. And y'all never got it with credit cards or anything else. Number five, a computation error or similar error of accounting nature of the creditor on a statement. Now, I'm going to stop there. The law goes on and on. Y'all need to read the rest and understand what you need to write. Now, from that, you're going to go into, this is called arbitration. There is an act. I put, put it in the chat on YouTube and Instagram. Go to the top, and you're going to see the link for Federal Arbitration Act, right? And I went to Wikipedia. It says, the United States Arbitration Act was put in, enacted in February 12, 1925, just before they did 1933, y'all. They set all the laws up. Codified at 9 U.S.C. 1. So the whole uh, 9 U.S.C. is dealing with the Arbitration Act. More commonly referred to as the Federal Arbitration Act or the FAA. It is an act of Congress that provides for judicial facilitation of private dispute resolution through arbitration. You're in the private, y'all, if y'all follow what I've done, because y'all doing everything in trust, right? My house is in trust, so I'm doing arbitration now. And in the letter I'm replying to, it's going to say I want to arbitrate, and they need to show me these the proofs that's in uh. 15 U.S.C. 1666. I'm smoking them with these laws, y'all, like I always done with everything I do. So it says, it applies to both state courts and federal courts, as was held in Southern Court versus Keating. It applies to all contracts, including contracts of, of seamen, railroad employees. So every other contract it applies to. And then it says, and it is predicated predicated on the exercise of the Commerce Clause, powers granted by Congress in the U.S. Constitution. So you do this Federal Arbitration Act to enact the clauses that protects you privately under the Constitution. I want y'all to chew on that. I want y'all to study these laws. These laws have a lot to do with banking and everything you're doing every day. You want to become a banker? Read them damn laws. I'm going to open up the call line to take some questions because uh, it is consultation Wednesday. The dude says Google SoundCloud. Of course, Google SoundCloud. You never used SoundCloud before? Damn, stop asking questions and do what you're told, dog. Stop asking questions. Google it. You know how to find shit? Damn. 
I don't mean to say it this way, but a lot of y'all be asking crazy-ass questions. But I'm going to forgive you personally, dog, because I know you just got out of prison, and this is a whole new world to you. But Google it, and it's going to be SoundCloud.com going to come up. When it comes up, Google or put in the search on SoundCloud, the Jonah Bay Archive. All right? I got you. I got you, homie. All right, I'm going to uh five eight five seven seven zero. Peace to the God. Peace. Oh, peace to the God. Peace to God. What is going on? Oh, um, I I I like to comment on those uh, laws, but I don't have them in front of me. I'm traveling at the moment, but then how are you going to comment on them? To me, I was going to say just from listening. It sounds like it's just adding on to the the arsenal, right? It is. It is what you use when they send you this letter for Mm -hmm. talking about it was a billing error Mm -hmm. to make them close it out. Mm -hmm. That's what it's used for. Now, this is what you do when what, you what, 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 a so, notice of error. A notice of error is a billing mm-hmm. error. Now, it still remains true, though, if when using a discharge injunction, you don't use it for things that you shouldn't be paying for, though. Correct? You ain't supposed to be paying. For, well, you ain't never paid for shit ever. You don't have anything mm-hmm. to pay it with. I told y'all in archive shows that the only one that can pay bills is the U.S. Treasury. I showed mm-hmm. you what the only one that has real money is the Treasury. This is why they're supposed to what? Discharge your stuff or pay it mm-hmm. for you. They are mm-hmm. obligated to pay your debt. But since y'all are bad bankers, y'all don't know how. So I'm not going to teach you directly how to be a banker. I'm going to give you laws to study, and it's up to you to read them and comprehend them and then be the banker that you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, my, my, so if my you question. took a bill and okay. paid it with greenbacks, Federal Reserve notes, whatever you want to call them, you just kick the bill down the road. You never paid for it. You never discharged it. Uh. And it keeps on adding to the public debt. The public debt is really dividends payments that's supposed to go to all of y'all, the straw man. Your straw man is a banker. That doesn't know banking. Your straw man is a lawyer that don't know lawyer, law. I've been teaching y'all how to do law, and now y'all been kicking their ass. Now it's time for y'all to learn banking and kick their ass. Yeah. I told my mom it was kind of like bread and butter. Like, you got to know not only law, but you got to know money, too. Listen, you gotta know both of them all the things you to... really need to know is the things they will not teach you 
and it's mm-hmm. up to you. They say, not knowing the law is no excuse. So that tells you right away you need to know law, but none of y'all go take up law. Or y'all go to law school and don't learn no law. Y'all learn procedures. Mm-hmm. When y'all been studying with me, y'all learning law. Mm-hmm. But uh, I got to go because uh, consultation Wednesday, I got to take more calls. Can I ask one question? No, you already talked to me long enough. Sorry. Try me again Monday. I talk too much tonight. Don't have that much time for questions. All right, I'm going uh, 636-249. Peace to the God. Peace. Peace to the gods. Peace to the gods. What up, God? Peace. Peace. What up, God? How you doing tonight? I'm doing wonderful, man. Just get to it. I don't have time. You know, every time y'all do that and everyone does that, y'all waste mad minutes of the time I'm supposed to be talking and teaching. Please get with the question. Okay. Uh, um, Referring to uh, the last show, the previous show, um, when it comes down to getting about this system, about this matrix for once and for all, and, you know, get our finances finances all the way together, um, you said that you, you know, you're giving us, you're dropping these other laws on us, or laws that you already mentioned in the past. I wanted to know, like, do we need to get a, a particular license according to the state that we live in for bonds and securities Take to make this stuff happen? Do we need to get a particular license to do securities and bonds in our Your countries, our, our states that we live in? security all day, every day. Y'all straw mans are the only ones that can just create securities out of thin air. Banks do not create money out of thin air. You do. You do. By right, putting right. your name and your social on applications, right. you just created a security. Okay. You're doing and we don't need licenses to do that anyway. So. Right. None of the rules. You suck. Not you, but all straw men. Okay, okay. Uh, that's my question. Uh, we don't need it because we don't need licenses for our states because we do it every day on the regular, just about. It's not. Re- it's and only required do it with for intermediaries to have licenses. QI. Okay. Okay. And with the ENT, we don't need intermediate. We don't need to worry about that because they that allows us to communicate with the in- intermediaries. Okay, I got you. Well, peace to the God. I'm, I'm, uh, uh, you're the well, I say. You ain't supposed to be going to intermediaries. If you're really a banker, you can go directly to right. the uh, treasury, right? That's what but I'm looking for. If you use right. an intermediary, okay. hold on, stop talking, dog. Let me talk. If you use an intermediary, it's just like when you go into court and you get a lawyer. You get a lawyer because you don't know law. You get an intermediary because you don't know banking. Right. Now, I've already taught y'all not to need lawyers. Mm-hmm. Now, what y'all going to do with the law that I tell y'all y'all need to study so y'all know how to do banking? I'm not just going to give it up to y'all. You're going to have to work for this one. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Peace, God. Let's do it. All right. Peace, God. Hey, y'all. When y'all ask me a question, y'all got to give me time to finish talking 
and answering the questions. Please stop cutting me off in the middle of my wisdom. What happens is you'll get me to start talking about something else instead of finishing the question out, and people wanted to hear the rest of it. All right? I'm going to uh, 786. No, 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 no. I see the sister. I'm going to uh, 702. Seven one two. Peace to the God. Peace. You there? Seven oh two. Seven one two. Hey Jonah. Hey, you got a crazy delay. Hey. <laughs> oh, I am so sorry, <laughs> but I got a testimony. It's, I know. Um, I read. I read it, it on the beginning of the show. But tell me all about what happened. With you in court, and he hung up on okay. you. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, no, 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 no. That's not me. That's the. That's another oh, that's case. That's not you. Yeah. No. No, that's okay. not me. I went for. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, what 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 testimony you got? Go on. Go on in. Okay. My testimony involves going and um, filing um, my DBA at the courthouse, mm-hmm. and. You know, I've been listening to you. My family has been listening to you for a while. And it's one of the things that you say, and as a melanated woman, dung a little. But I felt the ramifications of dealing with women behind that window this last week. Yo, the worst person you can get at the clerk's office is the black woman. And I know y'all thinking yeah. I'm beating up on y'all. No, when you experience, <laughs> you will know. And this is what this black woman is saying. And we're not black, we're more. Okay. So go ahead, sis. Okay. So it, it started, well, I have a large family. My son is on, you spoke to my daughter, Jasmine, who's doing uh, the housing and a recession of signature. So we're at the point to where we were doing our DBAs. So every other day I've been going to the courtroom, uh, going to the courthouse, and I've encountered several different clerks. Now, the first one I encountered was a male. Did the did the um, DBAs no problem? I did, of like, four of them that day. Mm-hmm. Went back down two days later, encountered a woman. All right, now I'm starting to have a few issues. But she did go ahead and process everything through. I did three that day. I go back down on Friday. Well, no, I went back the next day on Thursday. As soon as they saw me, oh, we had a problem with your paperwork, and you can't do it, and we're going to cancel those out. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. And then I was there to submit another um, three documents. And they wouldn't even accept that one. So, you know, I mean, I was a little thrown off my game. So I go to my car and I take off and I talk to a friend who is very familiar with you and who have studied. I didn't ask his permission to use his name, so I won't mention it. But this brother who has been, you know, with you for a while, he was like, oh, no, 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 Empress. He said, did you leave already? I said, yeah. He said, turn around. I turned around, went back, parked, went in, in the office, and he in my ear the whole time telling me, no, you need to get that oath to office. This is what you're supposed to do, pull up what the clerks are allowed to do and what they're not allowed to do. They cannot accept your paperwork. 
told me to go up to the second floor and get their bosses, Tina's oath of office, which I did. And I, I went back down and I'm talking to them. I'm telling them, you know, that they have to accept my paperwork. And they're like, oh, no, 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 you can't do that. I said, so are you practicing law without a license? And they stopped. I said, so so you're telling me what I can't do, but then when I say, well, how can I submit this, then you won't tell me. I said, both ways you're practicing law without a license. And I said, and that's against the law. And then my friend in the ear, he's just telling me about the color of law. He's telling Mm -hmm. I mean, so I'm just throwing a book at him. And then so she says, by now I have two supervisors, and then their supervisor is on the phone, and they're listening to me. And they say, oh, well, we have policy procedures and uh, things we have to follow in the office. I said, so do all of those things, your policy procedures and your regulations, do it supersede the, the oath of office that your boss took and how her license and her life and her jeopardy is in, in jeopardy because you guys want to not accept my paperwork and you're not allowed to do that. And I certified oath of office that I just got from upstairs and they started changing their tune. Their attitude, mm-hmm. everything started changing. But they still wouldn't do it. They said, well, um, we still can't take it because your notary signed over top of her name. I said, well, you didn't give her a space to sign it. They said she could find a space right here in the corner because we need to see her expiration date. So being the person that I am, I mean, I'm, I'm about to go to work, so I'm dressed properly. I'm Mm-hmm. business-like, and a whole nine yards. So I said, no problem. I'll get that taken care of, and I'll see you in the morning. In the meantime, um, another supervisor had called me on the phone and telling me how she was going to process my refund and, and all of that, and she talked to me for about 45 minutes. But all in all, they, they and it was five women in total, gave me H-E double hockey stick. So I went back down Friday morning. I went back down on Friday morning and I was able to just process all of my paperwork without any problems. And, um, but there was attitude when they saw me walking up, they're like, okay, here she go. Here she go. Here she go. I can just see it in their body language and their language and all that. Right. And they actually put your name Mm -hmm. in a file. I had yeah. problems with but, Fulton County. I went and got the Oval Office for the Secretary of State, and I did a notice for intent mm-hmm. to sue. She called me. Yeah. We went and had a meeting. I had no problems ever since, and most people don't have problems. Well, yeah, I and, her, I, and I, I told you. Her, her job was, and all them people worked for her, and mm-hmm. I will take it out on her. I didn't have to go that far, but I did tell them about my intentions to sue them, um, mm-hmm. them personally and their boss, because they were not allowed to not take my paperwork. But when I left on Thursday, when uh, I'm on my way to work, and then an unmarked police SUV got behind me. Then he got behind me and was following me for a while. And I'm still on the phone with my friend, and they said, he said, oh, they're trying to intimidate you. 
So they put their lights on, and I was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to stop, pull over, if they need to get around me or, or what. Traffic was light because at that time, it's about 2 o'clock in the afternoon in Atlanta. So the traffic wasn't bad. So they, they didn't need to, you know, have me pull over so that they can get around. So they followed me for about two miles, and then they turned their lights off and just sped around me and uh, mm-hmm. got off on the exit. Yeah, and he was saying, oh, they're running your license plate. But you yeah. know what, Jonah? You already had me prepared because I had my injunction in. Once they ran that license plate, they went on about their business. And someone on um, YouTube said this, bro, you got to study with me. That's not correct. It says you got to have your vehicle to put your paperwork in, and it has to be proceeding. No, brother. You got to use the law. You got to do an injunction for the right to travel. You already give it to the uh, mm-hmm. governor, the attorney general, and the sheriff, and they'll put it in mm-hmm. all cops, uh, cars in their computers. So when they read your plate, they know they can't fuck with you when they're gone. You need to study with me, brother. Mm-hmm. Stop studying with them other people. Use the damn laws. Y'all go out here trying to do the right to travel and all that shit and don't know nothing about it. But anyway, thanks for your testimony, sis. You're welcome. Thank you. So, uh, y'all, um, all right, I feel you, brother. If that's the case, I feel you. But uh, someone else asked something from earlier. It said, what does that mean, Jonah? The natural person don't exist. I did not say that, number one. I did not say that. You changed the words, and you therefore changed the meaning. The, meaning. the natural person does not have a name is what was said, and it doesn't. Monday show, I told you, when you were born in a hospital, your mother gave a name. They applied the name your mother gave you to the placenta. The placenta is the straw man. You, the actual baby, was never named and don't have no name. This is why I show you how to go change your name and you never put the new name on the birth certificate or social, number one, because Moors can't have a birth certificate because it's a immigration paperwork, right? You can't have that order of social. So the Moor has no name until you give it a name later on and then give it a 9-8 express trust and you do business in the public, well, in the private, with that express trust. That express trust owns the actual straw man by making the straw man do a non-UCC, a promissory note of $9 billion in other paperwork where it hands over all property to your express trust. That, that's how that works. But the natural person... Does exist. A natural person in law is an express trust or a private trust or a common law trust is considered a natural person. Now, as far as a human, a human don't exist inside commerce at all. You must have an entity to do business. 
I hope that clears it up for you. But anyway, that was our show for today. I hope y'all enjoyed. I hope y'all learned a lot. Y'all got some homework to do to find out how to do this banking. Hopefully y'all do it. If not, you're really not going to understand the hints that I'm giving y'all. I'm actually smear. It's like we had a party and I hit you in the face with a pie. And then you're saying you don't, you don't taste the pie. Open your damn mouth so you can taste the pie. Read them damn laws so you can do your banking and get everything you want before they shut this system down. They want to shut the system down and go cashless so you won't even be able to redeem the securities. If y'all redeem the securities, guess what? The actual public debt goes bye-bye, and y'all will be rich as a bitch, richer than all these people they show you on TV, all the little stars y'all worship. Anyway, peace to the gods. I'm out of here. I'll see y'all Monday.